It's getting pretty scary out there. This podcast on Saturday, March 21st, 2020 is about doom and gloom money management and investing. What am I doing today and how might that help you decide your big decisions that are coming up? Let's get started. Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. What a week, what a time. So that's why I'm adding extra podcasts. I hope that's okay. You can listen and we ever get back to normal, we'll be doing two a month instead of these um, podcasts that seem to be needed more often. This has been a doom and gloom week, and it continues to be so even on this weekend. And we hear more and more stories. And, and the, really, the we're really dealing now not just with the actual facts of the physical matters, which are tragic should you get this virus and, and have serious uh, symptoms, but we're dealing with a complete change in thinking a complete change in an economy. And wherever you are, you're probably at home because you've been told you can't leave. Uh, Restaurants have shut down. Businesses have shut down. Airlines have stopped functioning. In Canada, we're laying off thousands. They're laying off thousands of uh, different uh, employees of airlines. Um, You're not supposed to go anywhere. And again, you shouldn't leave your house. So there's a great deal of loss happening. So we're lo- people are losing their jobs. People are losing uh, a way of life that they've known. They're concerned about losing their homes. So let me take a step back and talk a little bit about something you really need to do. Now, there, I've talked in previous podcasts about alligator investing. And one of the things about alligators, you really do need to take your time to assess danger. And, and right now, that's probably a good strategy to assess what's really your situation. And let me go through and talk about how we all look at that. So I, and I, I'm going to use the, the, the honeybee to explain this. So I keep honey. If you, if you go to um, wildflowerbeefarm.com, you'll find a project I'm involved with where we're turning a 50-acre farm back over to wildflowers and clover for the bees. So I have only a few hives because we're just starting this project of planting the wildflowers this spring, hopefully. So the other day I went out and I, I noticed that there's no activity around my hives. There's three in particular. I only have four. And um, in the fall, I made a decision to try to avoid using any types of chemicals or or any way of treating the bees because of the, the harm that it could do to not only the worker bees but also the queen. And believing that they were strong and hopefully with with the sort of the environment I provided for them, even in a brief period of time, they would be okay. 
but they weren't. And so I only had the stomach to look at one hive. And as I took the hive apart, actually in beekeeping, it's called a hive autopsy. So as I took the hive apart, I realized that it was a, a weak hive and that they they died from disease and also too much moisture. And also because of the way the hive was structured, I gave them extra space, which is probably not a good thing. The hive is also a few feet away from a cornfield where conventional Farming practices meant the bees would have been exposed to different things, which probably made them weaker. But the bottom line is they didn't survive. Very emotional. It, 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 if you're not a beekeeper, you may wonder, you may think I'm a little strange. But losing a beehive is, is very much like uh, I can remember losing a, a pet as a child, a dog we had at home. It was, it was, it's just different because I'm an adult now, obviously, but it's still it's, it's extremely painful. So when the emotions, it, it takes time for those emotions to subside. So wherever you may be sitting today, you know, when it comes to your finances, if you've, if you've faced a hit or the market's dropped 30%, you're wondering about your retirement, you're wondering about your job, or you don't have a job, or you're wondering about uh, a business or your employees, you have to filter through the emotion from the reality of what you're facing. So just like the experience with the hive the other day, it took me a while, and, and obviously it's not as serious as anything you're facing. Um, I'm just using it as an example to separate emotions from the facts. And once you separate that emotion, you can start looking at the facts of your situation. And to work through those emotions, you may need to do exercise. As you know, I talk a great deal about exercise. And in the end of this uh, podcast today, I'm going to talk about a place you can go and get some resources online that I've created over my 30 years of private practice and a code you can use to make it all free for you and your family. What I believe you need to do as you wait for your alligator moments, whether that's to start your new career, whether that's to buy a business again, or whether that's to uh, purchase real estate, is to look at your situation and say to yourself, if for six months there isn't any significant change, how can I stopgap this to survive and how can my family survive? Now, you can do three months or you can do six months, but you need to have in your mind a plan that you can control. You know, every day we, we see politicians come on and they promise this and they promise that. And, it, and the more we buy into that, and that's great. I mean, obviously there's some responsibility there for government. But the more of the action planning you can take on yourself, the better you're going to feel. In my professional life, when we work with um, people who have been in car accidents, uh, and we look at, you know, how can they take on a situation of injustice. So in Ontario, for example, if I'm sitting at a stop sign and from behind I'm hit by a drunk driver and I have injuries and I can't go to work, let's assume I'm a construction worker and I have a neck problem now and a back problem and I also broke my arm in the accident, not my fault. I'm sitting at a stop sign waiting for cars to pass and the person behind me uh, hits me and doesn't see the stop sign. In Ontario, my insurance company will take supposed care of my rehabilitation. Now, I've been in rehabilitation psych for over 30 years, helping people overcome different types of injuries from a psychological standpoint. And I know that the first three months, maybe six months, maybe nine months, could even be a year, while I'm going through rehabilitation, generally there's cooperation from the insurance company, and then at some point it stops because I'm thought to have, I should have recovered by now, and what's my problem, and why aren't I? I hire a lawyer, and long story short, 
I'm sitting without income for months, perhaps years, while this process unravels in front of me. At no fault to my own, because I was simply sitting in a stop sign. Could happen to any one of us. So when people begin to feel the despair that comes from that, the lack of control, the needing to go to appointments all the time, the needing to interact with attorneys to be told that there really isn't anything wrong with you, you should be back at work when in fact you're depressed because you can't work. Um, And when you go through this whole process, when I talk to people, we often talk about, let's develop a plan that doesn't include any type of support from anyone. And it may be looking at a retirement account that they have. It may be looking at uh, lines of credit that they haven't used. But let's create a system in place where you can live on a budget and have a good quality of life while this process unravels. And that's what I'm suggesting right now when it comes to what we're facing with the coronavirus, is that we sit down and look and say, for the next three months, what would it look like if there is no income? How could I do this if I use my existing savings or existing assets, or do I need to move, or do I need to, and so on. By creating a plan, whatever plan that may be, you begin to start to evolve in a sense of control over your situation. That's an extremely important aspect of coping with this, developing control. Because as you know, we're inundated with the negative issues of media. We're inundated with the doom and gloom scenario Uh, Someone today was telling me they thought it was going to be 12 months of isolation at home, which makes no sense to me. Um, It also becomes political, as you know, because in America there's an election coming, and in Canada we don't have an election, we have a minority government, and of course there's this belief system that the government should help fix this problem. So what I want to say about money management during time of doom and and investments is to look at your life and say, how can I take control of this without any help from anyone else? If you have access to other resources, use them. Uh, when it comes to employment, there are, there are some job opportunities. We know that um, different industries are booming while others are shutting down. So you need to keep you know, keep a prize of that. I understand even drugstores are in dire need of people to help. And it's not the job you train for probably to stock shelves at night to keep a drugstore going or food in a grocery store. But wherever your situation is, develop a plan. And and on a mental health side, you will start to feel better. It also will will talk about this. You'll, you'll talk about this for a great deal of time to your children about the needings to save, the need to save, an emergency fund so that when things happen like this, you have some months of support available where you don't have to rely on anyone else. And once we're through this, I'm hoping we can talk some more about this. Right now, that doesn't help, but in the long term, I think it will. So again, look at a plan, whether it's three months, whether it's six months. If you, if you can do a one-month plan, that will give you one month of relief. My opinion is what I'm looking at is three to six months of disruption and probably one year plus to recover. It's going to take a great deal of time to recover. There'll be an initial initial ramp up probably, but my, my fear and concern is many small businesses won't return because they won't be able to. I want you to go have a look if you go to healthanytime.ca. Now, at healthanytime.ca, really what you have there is a list of services that that online tools that I've created over my 30-year career as a psychologist. The services or the, the tools that you're going to download are going to be free. Should you get to a payment page at any time, 
put in the word, the code, COVID-19, lowercase, C-O-V-I-D, the number 19, and it will be free for you or your family. There are tools there to help you with stress. The stress vaccine is one of my favorite. For There's an adult version and a child or adolescent version. Um, highly used by clients and very effective. Put it on your iPhone even though, or your cell phone. Even though it's not an app, it will act like one. And you'll be able to use it to manage stress once you get through my four modules. There's ADHD Success uh, University or ADHD Success U where I teach you very specific skills about how to be successful with ADHD. It's ideal for children, adolescents, and adults. So sit with your child if they have that diagnosis. Go through it. There are a number of parenting classes there as well as access to Exercise MD, which will give you three months using the code COVID-19. It will give you three months of free coaching, exercise coaching to help you with mental health and beat stress. And we'll assign an actual human to connect with you, which is very helpful during these times of isolation in your home. So that's healthanytime.ca. The code is COVID-19, C-O-V-I-D-19. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Have a prosperous week and stay safe. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 